Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's better than this? Guys being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. It's Joe Marino and Chris Schubert from the Draft Network. We're your hosts. We're brought to you by Bet Online, the best spot for all of your sports wagering information and needs. They've got it all football, futures, NBA, NHL, baseball, Vegas casino games, poker. It's all there for you over at Bet Online. They have an easy to use website that you can check out on your desktop or mobile device. Use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V. You'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, it's where the game starts. Chris, happy National Leave the Office Early Day to you. Interesting. This is a day I can get behind, Joseph. This is a day that I can get behind. This is a day that I might be able to support here. It's tough to leave the office when the office is your house, like it is for you and I, but <laughs> I will figure it out. But it's also a day, and everybody can see on Joe's little mm. name down there, if you're watching the YouTube I have no control of, show, of these things, but yeah. It's Joe's birthday today. Happy birthday, thank you, thank you, thank Joseph. You. Thank you. I'll be I'll be leaving the office uh, after our staff meeting. For, yeah, for chicken wings. I can't have a birthday without getting my favorite chicken wings, so... Shout I out can, Taste of Buffalo in Huntersville, North Carolina. We're hitting that up this I can afternoon. Support, I can support this. And it was it was funny because uh, you called me today a little bit before the show. And I was like, oh, Joe's going to be like, sorry, early birthday. You had a little bit of a birthday <laughs> breakfast. Going to be a little bit late to the show. No, everything was good. Joe was just sharing the concept for today's show. And if you listen to yesterday's show, it's going to sound very familiar. We're just doing the reverse of what we did yesterday. Uh, and we kind of did it at the tail end of yesterday's show. And I will tell you, we brought this topic up on the TDN Daily staff meeting. And I, I caused some chaos yesterday amongst the staff in TDN in, in a way that I did not anticipate. I had, you know, Paige in there. We had Justin Mello, we had Ryan Fowler, we had Keith Sanchez. It was everybody on staff just screaming at each other in the best possible way, arguing about all of these teams and having a great football discussion. So we are going to bring some of that here to the to, to the show today. Very excited, Joseph. Very excited about this. I feel like the team that our staff, I don't even know if divided over is strong enough. Like there is a... There are swords drawn, right? There's a there's like, a chasm between us on one specific team. The New Orleans Saints. Yeah, we, we, we we've got And Go and this is and this is tough, Joe, because all I did, all I did, I was pre- I presented them as a potential option. I didn't even stand firmly in one camp. I mean, I had some people tweet at me yesterday, you know, Chris, what's with the Saints slander? I just presented one outcome I thought was possible. You don't even know if I truly believe that. Now, right. It that was one of the questions I planned on asking you because we know where I well, when I say we, the people on staff, they'll find out here today, the rest of the listeners. That like I know where I stand on the Saints. I know where some of our other staff members start stand on the Saints, but you all you did was like drop a bomb and then just walk away. And yeah. We don't really know where you're sitting on this i guess and 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 this is the way i i ended up making there there were multiple tdn related bets made on the staff meeting yesterday after you and i made one on the show but i did make a bet in which i have a box of built bars on the line um 
on the Saints win total, which is in Vegas at eight and a half. I have the under on eight and a half. Um, so that is the the camp that I have firmly entrenched myself in uh, for this season. And, and so we will see. So that leads us into today's show in which we yesterday, if you missed it, go ahead and go back to either the YouTube channel or to your podcast feed. And you will see we talked about teams inside the top 10 and whether or not they could get out of the top 10. And if we thought any of those teams inside the top 10 were firmly uh, entrenched in this team's going to be picking in the top five next season. Well, now we're going to do a little bit of what we did at the end of the show. We're going to do the reverse. We're going to look at teams that are just outside uh, the top 10, and we can go the full outside the top 10, and we're going to see if any of them are top candidates or right on the border, right on the edge of we think they are going to be in uh, the top 10 next season. So uh, we did not exchange lists of teams. I mentioned a couple yesterday. I have a couple more that I do uh, want to bring up. So, uh, Joe, I'll let you start, though, if there's a team that you really, really, really want to talk about. Well, I think it's it is important for us, just like we did yesterday. Like there's a four win barrier. Like if you're gonna win four or fewer games, you're a top five team. If you're if you're gonna win seven or fewer games, you're probably a top ten team. In mm-hmm. in in fact, uh, the only team that picked that won seven or more games last year that finished outside of the top ten was the Washington Commanders, who picked eleven. Right. So that's that's kind of that sweet spot. If you're gonna if you're not gonna win eight games, you're probably picking in the top ten. And so whenever I introduce teams or want to bring up teams. I think that they're teams that we feel could be a seven or less win team. And I I do want to start with the Saints, not necessarily because I believe they're in danger of being in the top 10, but because we have some some staff members that really do. And I'll name names, Paige, Demacos, Carmen, Vitali. They they are not in on the New Orleans Saints. Where Here's where I feel, and this is what I feel about the New Orleans Saints. I feel like they can be a 10-win football team. I like the makeup of their roster. I like their O-line and their D-line in particular. I think they have the best weapons. This team's had – I can't even tell you the last time I thought they were three deep at receiver with Jarvis Landry, Michael Thomas coming back, and Chris Olave, you know, with Alvin Kamara, uh, Mark Ingram in the backfield, a really good offensive line from left to right, a really good defensive line. And I know that Sean Payton's gone, but everything else is back, like in terms of that coaching staff. Like we forget that Pete Carmichael, the offensive coordinator, has been the offensive coordinator since Sean Payton walked into the building. You know, Dennis Allen, a long tenure def- defensive coordinator there, now the head coach. Like I know that it's not Sean Payton, but I don't think there's as much of a disruption of this coaching staff as many people might think that there is. And I know the X factor, the wild card, the big question mark is. Can Jameis Winston sustain what we saw across seven starts last year without Sean Payton and after the ACL injury? I'm inclined to believe that. Like, even if the truth is somewhere in the middle, if you take seven game sample size of Jameis Winston last year, and you take the Jameis Winston that we've we learned who he was in in the at the Bucks, and you say somewhere in the middle, that's good enough. I think that's a team that can win nine or ten games. And so, I don't. I mean, this team, this Saints team last year, they won nine games with. Taysom Hill starting games at quarterback and Trevor Simeon. And and to me, uh, a ton of injuries. I think they're a better team. And so I don't, I don't see them. I don't see them in danger of picking in the top 10, but I know that there are some people that feel that way. Yeah. I I think it's, I think it's possible. Again, I have their under on their win total um, with uh, full-time Dame. Uh, We have a, we have a bet on that. Um, Listen, it it all comes down to what you think of, 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 um, Jameis Winston, right? Yes. I mean, that, that's that's what it comes down to. What you personally feel about Jameis, and here's what I'll say, um, Joe. I, I'm 
I don't disagree with anything you said there, right? I don't disagree that I don't think he's going to be 30 interception bad again. I, I don't think that's going to happen. Nor do I think he's going to be as good as he was in that seven-game sample that we got last year in New Orleans. I will say their schedule isn't super favorable. And I think you would agree with this principle in the main, Joe. Most teams outside the three or four that are going to be picking at the, at the back end of the draft and the three or four that are going to be picking at the front end of the draft – What's what's the motto in the NFL? Most teams are around 500, and the way the ball breaks throughout the course of the season, sometimes you're going to win 10 games, sometimes you're going to win six or seven, right? I think the Saints are the quintessential example of that football team, is they're probably firmly in the middle, and you just pick a side. Do you think the ball's going to break their way, or do you think the ball's not going to break their way? And not only do I think the ball is not going to break their way, but they have a tough schedule. First year without Sean Payton, that does matter, right? There is some continuity that, that, that still exists, but there is something missing with Sean Payton, and there are question marks about Jameis. So all of that, you add it all up like it's a mathematical formula, I'm leaning towards them being on the wrong side of quote-unquote 500, 8 and 9, 9 and 8, whatever you want to call it now nowadays in the 17-game schedule. But do I think they're going to win three or four games and be picking inside the top six? No, that's not, what I'm, that's not what I'm saying here on the show. I'm just saying that when I look at this team, I break one way. Others strongly are breaking the other way, and I think others are strongly breaking in my direction. I, I'm just not you know as willing to go to battle uh, about Jameis as some others. So again, I think you have to get to seven wins. Like you have to win seven or fewer to get in the top 10. I think the floor for the Saints is eight. And I, and I see your path to eight wins. But I, I don't think they get less than eight. So the well, over under at eight and a half is perfect. And it's it's right at the spot where I'm not touching it. Fair. But if you put it at eight and you say if, if they win eight, it's a push. If they win seven, you win the bet. If they win nine, I win the bet. I'd take that. Yeah, okay, and and that's fair. Again, I, it, I said this on the podcast yesterday, and I said it again when we did the staff meeting. I think this is a conversation that is extremely on the margins, right? I think this is extremely the minute details of what you feel about a certain team. I don't think there's this big gap in the way people feel. I think we're talking on the margins. Some people think they're going to win nine or ten games. Some people think they're going to win six or seven games. Oh, I feel like that's such a that's not that far. if you think if you think six to ten wins is the range of possibilities, that's too broad. I I don't. That's think not so. a tight margin. Like I, I think we have in, staff members that don't think they touch seven wins. I, again, I'm not saying you and I. Yeah. I'm saying you know. Right. I, I think you and I view this as an on-the-margins conversation. There are others that were very firmly entrenched in the, they're going to win 12 games or they're going to win four games. We we did hit it all yesterday, but I think for we you did. and I, I think you and I are splitting right. hairs on our disagreements so. about this team. Whereas if they win nine or 10 games, I'm not going to be like, damn, I totally misread this team. Because like, I can see it. Like I, I totally get it. I'm just choosing to put myself in the camp of that they're not going to get there. Did you know most people are paying too much on their auto loan? Dave used auto-approve to refinance his car, replacing his overpriced loan with a cheaper loan and lowering his monthly payment. Now, since he's saved with auto-approve, he's sitting behind the third-base dugout instead of the bleachers. Auto-approve connects vehicle owners with their best available rates to refinance their existing car loans with no markups ever and handles the paperwork, yes, even the DMV, making it simple to save thousands and pay less each month. How? by instantly accessing the nation's top lenders to uncover great savings. When you refinance with AutoApprove, you get your best rate and more with an advocate that works for you to make sure you get the best deal 
that's right for you. In fact, in 2021, AutoApprove was able to save their customers on average over $150 a month. That means more money for better seats, better snacks, or that new jersey you deserve. Not only will they save you on your monthly auto payment, but for all of our listeners that refinance through AutoApprove, they'll send you $100 cash to your mailbox. So what are you waiting for? Auto loan rates are historically low. Take your tailgate to the next level when you refinance with AutoApprove. Put more money in your pocket for what matters most. To find out how much you could save and to claim your $100 cashback offer, visit AutoApprove.com slash believe. That's AutoApprove.com slash B-L-E-A-V. Can we talk about the Washington Commanders? We we can. Um, I, I mean, this feels very obvious, but if Carson Wentz is very bad, I, I, I think they're going to be very bad, right? I mean, it's really that simple. Um, it's what you feel of Carson Wentz. Well, it, Carson Wentz certainly doesn't help. Um, go, ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Just do it. Just do the thing. Well, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna get there. I'm gonna get there, but it wasn't like my league. Because Carson Wentz, to me, Carson Wentz is a continuation of all of the problems that Ron Rivera's had as a head coach, where he has not been able to field a consistent team without consistent quarterback play. And I understand that's hard for any coach, but when you look at Ron Rivera, and he's a highly revered and a highly respected coach, and I loved him in the Charlotte community, and I respected him a lot, and I think in so many ways he's exactly what the Washington Commanders need. When you talk about a team with this much turmoil coming out of the organization, having a respected leader and a respected leader of men like a Ron Rivera as your head coach, you probably live with some lackluster results because you know that he's a steady hand that gives you some level of credibility in terms of your character as an organization. But Ron Rivera, like, he's extremely overrated. The results just aren't there. This has been an NFL head coach for 11 seasons. He's had a losing record in eight of them. Three times in 11 seasons has this guy won more games than he lost. And I've heard Rivera talk about this in the past a little bit, right? Like kind of nobody's come out and said it like I maybe I have. But he's, he, he'll say, look, when I took over the Carolina Panthers, they were a 1-15 team. And he got there in was it 2011? Okay, cool. Yeah, and, and you turned that team around in, in so many ways. But four of the last five seasons that you were there, you had a losing record just like you did in the first two seasons with Washington. So what what can I point to that gives me any level of confidence that Ron Rivera has the ability to coach a consistent winner? I, I don't know what I can point to other than back in 2015 when he had a stacked front office and a stacked coaching staff, they caught lightning in a bottle and were an unbelievable football team that went 15-1. and won. But for the most part, this guy's been a below-average coach in terms sure. of results. I think if your argument to why you would be buying stock in the Washington, if we were viewing this like it was the stock market, right, and we were buying stock in the Washington Commanders, I, I don't think looking at one isolated instance on the graph in 2015 is the right way to sell me on buying the Washington Commanders, right? I think there are other ways to do it. The roster's pretty good, right? The roster is in is in good shape, right? It's not perfect, but the roster is in, is in a place where I think they can compete in the NFC East. Part two of that, they compete in the NFC East, right? And three, I don't know if you've done this yet, Joe, but I find myself on playoff predictors at least three times a day over the course of the conversations that we have among staff, and I'm learning <laughs> the different schedules for the different teams. Have you seen the commander yeah. schedule? Uh, no. Tell me about it's, it. 
it's it's interesting. There are games, and I'm 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 cherry picking here to prove a point. But they host the Jags in Week One. They play the Bears in Week Six. They play the Vikings at home in Week Nine. They play the Texans in Week Eleven. They play the Falcons in Week Twelve. That's five games that I I cherry picked that I think they would be favorites in, right? That I think they could very easily win. And then oh by the way, they get to play the Giants twice. They get to play the Eagles and they get to play the Cowboys, and you assume that they're going to at least take one game against each of those teams, if not two in the case of, let's say, the Giants. Listen, I can see a scenario where they get to nine or ten wins, right? I mean, I... I so, so if the Washington Commanders win every game that they're supposed to win and go 500 in the division, that's our path? Well, no, if they, if they win every game they're supposed to win, they go 500 in the division, they're probably going to win 10 or 11 games. But, but this goes back to the point I'm making earlier, Joe. We're, we are talking about teams, and I said this yesterday. We're talking about teams that are grouped and clumped together in a certain area uh, where yeah. I, you can make a case one way, I can make a case the other. I would make the case that this team is... what are You know what? I haven't looked at this. What are our friends over at Bet Online say the Washington Commanders win total is? I'll pull it up. I can do it in real time. But I'm, I'm interested. Do you think it's more or less than the Saints at 8.5? Because that was the number that the Saints were. I think less. I think it should think be less. Okay, I don't know if I would go should be less. I think it probably will be less. Although, again, I just would like to remind you, they do play in the NFC East. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I I mean, I I think the Saints in the NFC South is maybe a worse division. It is eight wins on the nose. So it's close. So it's close. So Vegas views these two teams very similarly. And, And Joe, to be honest with you, based on the way our conversation has gone here, we're talking about them very similarly to the way we did the Saints. Of It could break their way. You don't think it will, just like I don't think it will for the Saints, and we flipped positions here. You think the Saints are going to be a strong team, where I think the Commanders can get. I don't. Strong's probably too strong of a word, but I think they can be competitive. So yesterday we made a bet that I think the Panthers will win more games than the Falcons. Right. Uh, yes, uh, you have uh, the Panthers to finish higher in the NFC uh, South, and, and then I have the Falcons, and then I, I think I was going to, and I have a Saints bet. I, I have the NFC South covered. In terms of bets for the 2022 season. I'm, <laughs> well, I'm good. I'll put one out there. I'll put one out there, see if you'll take it. I think the New Orleans Saints win more games than the Washington Commanders. They finish higher in the NFC playoff standings than the Commanders. Joe, I don't I don't need multiple bets wrapped into this. You're not doubling down, you're not doing the Joe Marino special I'm not, and no, just, not the, no. I'm okay. gonna find other ways to lose boxes of Bill Parts over the course of the season. I have a team. I have a team I, for you. All right. All right. Do you do you have one more thing you want to say on the no, I, I was just, it was going to be more of the same, me talking about how I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt, and they burned me last year, and I don't think their defense is as good, and, and those types of things. I would like to present a team that, again, I'm not, I, I don't, I, I would like to talk it out before I come to a conclusion. I know that's a okay. shock in today's world. I don't actually have an opinion. I want to talk it out first oh, before yeah. we, before I say how I feel. This team, disaster at the end of the season, just a dumpster fire. Colts their star receiver is going to miss the first six games of the 2022 regular season I'm just going to get out of the way here let you go I think the Arizona Cardinals might be a team that we want to consider for this conversation their first three games are the Chiefs the Raiders and the Rams that's their first three games Mm -hmm. they could very easily with no nuke with no yeah with no nuke this defense scares me dude 
like I, I think I think if you're the if you're a Cardinal fan, you'd take one and two. If I offered you one and two in that three yeah. game stretch, you'd be like, yes, wow. please, can I have that? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong about that, Chris. Like, because the Rams, Sean McVay owns them. Like, just owns them. Just chalk that up as a win. Are they going to beat the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, first week of the season? I don't think so. So you're you're week you're, one. Wow. You're you're guessing. Think about this. I think the best chance the Cardinals have to win in the first three weeks of the season is a road game in Vegas. And then, and and a team like Vegas is going to run the football, right? Like they're going to be downhill. Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. And what what can you point to on this Arizona defense that makes you feel good about their ability to be a a stout run defense? Right. And and that doesn't even get to their biggest questions, which I think come in the secondary. And oh, by the way, they need to re- completely reconfigure their pass rush because Chandler Jones is now playing in Vegas. So that's that's just oh, the man. first that's just the first three games of the season, Joe. Here are other teams that are on their schedule. They have to play the Rams again. They have to play the Eagles. They have to play the Chargers. They have to play the Patriots. They have to play the Broncos in Denver, and they have to play the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And oh, by the way, they have San Francisco on the schedule, which they normally split, yeah. and they have Seattle on the schedule, which they'll normally split. So, but seven wins, seven. We, what's the what's Vegas got them at nine? Vegas has them at eight and a half. So that's within like that's seven that's seven to nine win range is kind of what the expectation is. That's the margin of error, right? That's what Ve- that's what Vegas is our friends wow. have been online telling you that the the spread is there. And again, I don't know strongly, but like you're not gonna have Nuke for the first six games. We know that this team consistently under Cliff Kingsbury does not play well in the second half of the season. Here's what they have post by Patriots, Broncos, Bucks, Falcons, 49ers on the road. That's their last five games to end the season. And oh, by the way, if you look at just the second half past week eight, it's Seattle, it's LA, it's San Francisco, it's LA, the Chargers, it's the Patriots, the Broncos, Bucks, Falcons, 49ers, the schedule that I just mentioned. Like, it's. I don't know. Like they don't have the best player for the first six weeks of the season. They're notoriously bad in the second half of the season. Kyler was not very good in the second half of last year. Take out the cliff collapse that we expect. Kyler wasn't very good. I don't think they're a better football team defensively. No, they're not. I, I, I'm here. I'm, I'm meeting you here, Christopher. Like I, I think talking this out, like. And again, not their fault, and it was tragic and it was sudden, but they went out and signed Jeff Gladney in the offseason. Jeff Gladney, unfortunately, passes away over the weekend. So they have a hole in the secondary. They have a hole at the pass rush with Chandler Jones. We talk all the time about what they're going to do with Isaiah Simmons and Zayvon Collins. Like, all three levels of the defense are in a state of, you know, question. question. Yeah. Christian Kirk's out of town. Hollywood Brown, you expect that to be something. They're, they don't have the running game anymore, Chase Edmonds. Like, there's just a lot of question marks here. And so I think seven wins is extremely reasonable. Again, if we're using that as the threshold of team that's going to be in the top 10, I, I think this is a team that we need to consider. Yeah, I think that's fair. Any other uh, last-minute uh, teams to get to here? Uh, so I, 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 just, I can't get myself there with Pittsburgh. I, I, you know how I, I feel there. And I, and I do want to just admit to everybody, thought a lot about this after I mentioned it on the show yesterday. I can't get there either, mainly because I don't want to be burned by Mike Tomlin. Like, I don't want him to go out there and win right. nine games and like, because I know he can. Like and he so always I'm, does. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm not going to be that guy. 
I kind of feel that way about Tennessee as well, where, you know, Mike Vrabel's kind of earned like, hey, I think this is his floor is eight or nine wins. So even though I think that team lacks depth, I wonder how the offense is going to come together. I don't think the offensive line is in a good place, but it's kind of they've been able to piece it together every year and they play in a soft division. And so I think Tennessee is going to be okay. Miami was a team that we discussed on the staff meeting yesterday, um, and I came to the staunch defense of the Miami Dolphins, so Dolphins fans should so know. I. I, we, Joe and I were leading the charge right. because Kyle wasn't there. We what were am I doing the, right now? <laughs> we were leading the charge of defending the Dolphins for, for 2022. Right. Um, but that's probably the only other one that you could consider. Maybe the Colts, if Matt Ryan just completely... Oh, I'm not... I, I can't do it with the Colts. Uh, I think they win that division. That's my take. I think the Indianapolis Colts win okay. the AFC South. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. No, there are no more teams that I feel comfortable having this conversation about. We have we have some spirited thoughts amongst the TDN staff on our preseason takes, which, uh, I mean, it's June 2nd. We're, we're still fleshing this stuff out. Uh, but the uh, the... The emotions run hot at times here as we preview this season internally, which uh, influences our external content. So make sure you stay plugged in. A big shout out to our friends over at Bet Online for their continued to uh, continued support. I, I can promise you that tomorrow will be takes on takes on this podcast. So don't miss that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Shoot them in uh, to Chris, right? Uh, whatever your new handle is on Twitter. What is it? At Chris Schubert underscore. Chris Schubert underscore. Uh, Send them in. Let's have some fun tomorrow. Come back and see us. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.